0: Recorded live. Good evening, and thank you for tuning in tonight to the Word of Life Anointed Ministries weekly broadcast. Alive because of the Word, we are alive tonight, sense of God, because of God's Word residing on the inside of us. We give God praise and honor for another opportunity to come to you on this broadcast. And we thank you for tuning in tonight. Did not think it robbery to come on this broadcast tonight. And God honors your faithfulness. God honors that. When we just thank God for this opportunity, thank Him. We would like to welcome you tonight, whether you're riding in your car, you're in your room, you're in your bedroom, you're in your bathroom, kitchen, living room, wherever you might be tonight or even in the hospital, we say welcome to another session of Alive Because of the Word. Saints of God, we are alive tonight because of God's Word that's residing on the inside of us. So tonight, before we go any further into the broadcast, we'd like to lead you to the throne of grace. Heavenly Father, we just come before you tonight to thank you for this opportunity to come across these airways tonight. We thank you for your rainbow word you've given us for such a time as this, this set time when so much is taking place in, in, in that world around us. So much is taking place in our families, on our jobs, at our workplaces. But you still saw it fit to give us a word, the now word, for now. And we thank you because you have been so good to us. You've been so faithful to us. You've been so kind, so loving, so caring, God. Even when we were not faithful, God, you were still faithful to us. And so tonight we thank you for this opportunity. You've given us once more to call upon your name. Once more to give this rumor that you have given us for this sad time. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor, we give you glory, and we thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice tonight. Father, you know each and every individual that is on this broadcast tonight. You know their need, God. Whether that need be physical, spiritual, or financial, we ask you to meet them at their point of need tonight. You are able, God to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ever ask or think. Because why? We have that power, that dunamis power that operates, that resides on the inside of us. So, Father God, we just thank you again for this time, for this moment, where we can break away from our busy schedules and just give you this prime time that is due you in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, God. For your people, we thank you, God, for protection, for direction, for provision for each and everyone under the sound of my voice tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Tonight, uh, the topic that God, the subject that God has given me for tonight is uh, transition. He's saying you are transitioning. He said, tell my people they are transitioning to position. Tell my people they are going through a transition to a position where I'm taking them. If they will only allow me to take them. That's, that, that is an earful. And for the scripture, I'll be giving you three scriptures tonight. And the first scripture is going to be taken from Isaiah chapter 43. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 and 19. But I'm going to read it first from the message translation, and then I'm going to read it from the New King James. And from the message, message translation, it says, This is what God says. the God who builds a road through the ocean, who carves a path through pounding waves, the God who summons horses and chariots and armies. They lie down and then can't get up. They're snuffed out like so many candles. Forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert. Be present. I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? There it is. I'm making a road through the desert, rivers in the badlands. Wild animals will say thank you, the coyotes and the buzzards, because I provided water in the desert, rivers through the sun-baked earth, drinking water for the people I choose. The people I made especially for myself. A people custom made to praise me. And from the New King James Version, it says, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Wow. This scripture says it all. And that's what he says he's doing. You might not see it in your physical eyes, but in the spirit realm, that's what he's doing. When you're going through a transition, you must keep focused on the bigger picture. Don't look at the small picture. Don't look at the things that will, will distract you from keeping you, your eyes focused on the big picture, the final result, the end product of what God is about to do. If you don't realize that God has a plan for your life and that he loves you and he's only taking you to a higher place in him, the enemy will succeed in causing you to doubt God's love, provision, and healing are yours while you go through this time. That is the only way the enemy can win, when he gets you on focus. Knowing the love of God through your fasting, your praying, your focusing on this plan will get you through. Because it will bring you joy, which is your strength. Because the word of God says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. He says he's taking you to a new level of promotion. Ah, oh, might not be promotion in the physical, might be a promotion in the spiritual. And that promotion in the spiritual can run over into the physical. Also, when you go through transition, the enemy will remind you who you used to be in the good old days. You know that. He will remind you of what you used to do in the good old days, of who you used to be in the good old days. This is where we try to go, to go back to look like Lot's wife, like the children of Israel as they came out of Egypt. But he's saying no. Our God is saying to you tonight, no, do not look back. Do not think of those former things. He brought you out for a purpose and he's taking you somewhere. He's taking you somewhere. Let him lead you. Let him direct you. Let him guide you. We are not to think on the good, the bad or the ugly. As the Lord once told me, in a hard time of in a time of hard transition, God does not want you to do what he did God does not want to do what he did back then again now. No. This is a new thing. You're going to a new realm. You're going to a new zone. You're going into a new zone. He's brought you out to take you to a whole new place, sense of God. Let him take you to this new place that he's leading you. Some of you, he's giving you ideas, he's giving you concepts, he's directing you. Let him lead you to that place. When you go through transition, as Jesus did when he was going from the Jordan to being drawn into the wilderness by the Spirit, when you're going through transition, it's, you, you, you become very vulnerable. This is a very vulnerable time, and it's a time to be quiet, to fast, to pray, and to build yourself up in the word of God. Take the Bible. Open it. Read a chapter. Meditate on that chapter. Out of that chapter, take a verse and keep keep rehearsing that verse. Keep meditating on that verse. Keep pondering that verse. Until it becomes a part of your soul, of your your spirit man, sorry. Because you're going somewhere. He's taking you somewhere. You don't know where he's taking you. But you know you're going. And he's not going to tell you. But he's forewarning you now. He said, don't think of those so-called good old days. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. They're good for the old days, old days. This is a new time. This is a new season. This is a new period you're going through. Yes, this is a time to build yourself up in the Word. And this is a time when, like I said, you're going to be very vulnerable. Because when the enemy says, they're going to ask you, the enemy is going to ask you, did God say? So did God tell you that? You sure this is what God is going to do for you? He's going to, he's going to tempt you. He's going to mess with your mind. Yes, because that's the battlefield. The mind is the battlefield. It's the enemy's battlefield. He's going to bombard you with questions, with what if, what if, what if, and so many other things. But you have to be strong in the spirit. You have to stand firm in the place where God has in the position that God has placed you. When you get yourself focused and concentrate on that word and your prayer and your fast, you will have the ammunition to counteract the temptation that He brings during this time of testing. You see, God allows and even draws us into the test during transition so that we will be positioned to a higher level in him. But the enemy tempts us in this test to give up on God and go through the wrong doors and thus put off our destiny for a season. Been there, done that. So we must watch and pray during this time and speak God's word only. Speak his word, what he says, not what the enemy is telling you. Don't be angry at the agents of change. The enemy will tempt you to be angry at at those who are the agents of change during this time. Remember Joseph's brothers, what they did to him, and they left him out there, and they called him, they called themselves leaving him for, to be destroyed and, and, and to, to, to be eaten up and, and devoured But what they meant for evil. <laughs> God turned it around for Joseph's good. This is a time when the spirit of jealousy rises, rises up against you. Because the spirit knows where you are going. And he wants to kill that anointing on you. The spirit knows where you are going. The spirit knows where you are going. These are oftentimes people we love and respect, and even in leadership. But if we don't get angry with these, that means, to do us harm, we will come out this transition that we're in, because it's just for a short time. This is just a short period. This is just a passing through. You will come out of this transition, just as Jesus came out of his wilderness experience. So, for us, respecting authority is very important during this time because they might just be sent to bring you to a place your place of destiny don't be so be don't be angry at the agents of change that god is going to put in your life put in your path during this time because he might there might be people coming into your life to help you to change you know we as human beings we don't like change but change is good and God is saying he's transitioning you to position he's transitioning you to a position and it's to a higher level in him It's to a higher place and when 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 that position comes, it comes with all the amenities, all the benefits because there are benefits. There are benefits, sins of God. He wants his people to know that there are benefits and where he's taking you is for a reason. It's to, it's for a purpose. That's where he's taking you. Don't be caught up with what with what is going on around you. Don't be caught up. Just be focused on you where he's taking you. Because he knows, like he says in Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans that I have for you, plans for good and not of evil, to bring you to an expected end. And he's taking you somewhere, 2015. He's taking you somewhere, 2015. And along the way, you're going to be learning some things. You're going to be uh, 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 diverting in different paths. But, He is taking you somewhere in 2015. He says, tell my people, tell my people, they are going from transition to position. You are going from transition to position. And that position, sense of God, where God is taking you, if you only allow him, and you are only allowed the agents of change that he's bringing into your life the people that he's bringing into your life who are going to help you because he knows you need help so he's going to be bringing people to help you in this walk, in your walk in your transi- in your transition don't be angry don't get on focus keep focus He says, remember Saul, as David was going from the cave to the palace, there is always a soul to push you to your destiny. That's what I just said. There is always going to be a soul that will push you to your destiny. And that's what he did with David. He pushed him to his destiny. Yes, because when God sees that we've become a, a, a complacent in where we are, in the position in which we are, he begins to ruffle us, ruffle the feathers, bring people across your path. Everyone who comes past, comes across your path is for a reason. So he brings those people across your path to help you, to take you to your destiny. And so was that person that God used to take David to, to his destiny. So he's going to bring people. He's going to bring people into your path. Just be discerning. Just be discerning. So get ready. If you are in a place of hard transition, you are about to be positioned for such a time as this. It doesn't matter what's going on in the round, uh, going taking place in the world. Keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. He knows about your situation more than you know about your own situation, and He's taking you someplace, and He's leading you, and He's going to be directing you your path. Get ready. Get ready. Enlarge your thinking in this hour to know what God has, what plan that God has and the greater purpose for you just on the other side of this time of change. Enlarge your thinking in this hour to know that God has a plan and a greater purpose for you on the other side of this time of change. There is a plan. There is a purpose. And you're going to make it to the other side if you just become focused and keep your eyes fixed on him so that when... The enemy tries to tempt you and ask you all sorts of questions, bombard your mind, have you upset. And you can tell him, get the hands, Satan. Get the hands. I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to make me abort my destination. But in the name of Jesus you shall not abort your destination. He had God has a plan, and He has a purpose. He's not mad with you. You are just going through to the other side to see where you can, where you will be able to appreciate His goodness, His grace, and His favor upon your life. The next scripture I will be giving will be from Luke chapter 4, verse 13 to 15. Luke chapter 4, verse 13 to 15 says, That completed the testing. The devil retreated temporarily, laying in wait for another opportunity. That's what he does. He leaves you alone for a minute or two. To wait for another opportunity to bombard you. But Jesus returned to Galilee, powerful in the spirit. News that he was back spread throughout the countryside. He taught in their meeting places to everyone's acclaim and pleasure. Okay. From the King James Version, it, it says, I read to you from the Message Version. Friend, the King James Version says, and when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season. You see, he's going to depart. Because after he gets through tempting you, he has to depart for a season to, to let you regroup. But you, don't, you shouldn't even let him get you off tangent. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. So say this to say, that's your time of regrouping. That's when you need to get focused in the word, get stable. Don't let him because when he see that he cannot get you on focus, he will retreat for a season. He will retreat. He will get off your back to wait for another opportunity to get to, to attack you. And in this time, that's when you should enlarge your thinking in this hour to know that God has that plan for you and he is going to take you to where he wants to take you, where your destination is. He's going to take you to your destination. 2015. And I'm going to close with this scripture. And it's going to be from Genesis. Chapter 50. Verse 20. Genesis. Chapter 50. Verse 20. And it's about Joseph. What his brothers did to him. Ha, <laughs> ha, and what the enemy will try to want to do to you. But you already got the full knowledge of what, he's, what he might try to attempt to do to you. So you're going to equip yourself so that if he comes across your path, you will know just what to say to him and just how to act and not let him get you on focus. Joseph replied. I'm going to read it from the message translation. Joseph replied, don't be afraid. Do I ask for God? Don't you see you plan evil against me? But God uses same plans for my good. As you see all around you right now, life for many people. Even now, you have nothing to fear. I'll take care of you and your children. He reassured them, speaking with them heart to heart. And in the New King James Version, it says, But as for you, Genesis fifty twenty. But as for you, you meant evil against me. But God meant it for good in order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive. So no matter what the enemy has tried to do or is trying to do, I come tonight to tell you that it means it for evil, but God is turning those situations around for your good, for your purpose, for your victory, for your thanksgiving. And it's going to work together for your good. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it sounds like, no matter what the enemy is saying, God says He has the final say. And if He has the final say, the enemy cannot do anything. He he can try. He is trying. He tries to work over time. But with all his working over time, God works a hundredfold, a thousand 1, times where he's just trying to work, where I is just trying to work over time. So as you go through this period from transition to position, keep yourself focused. Keep yourself in the word. Keep yourself Happy in praise, praise and thanksgiving captures the heart of God. It gets the attention of God when you praise and when you give him thanks, even though the enemy don't want you to give him thanks. When you give him thank you, thanks anyhow, and he will bring you out. My time is far spent, and I must close this broadcast. But join me again next Wednesday night at 9 p.m. for another session of Alive Because of the Word. We are alive tonight, saints of God, because of God's Word residing on the inside of us. Before we go, I'd like to lead you to the throne of grace. Heavenly Father. I lift up everyone under the sound of my voice tonight who did not think it robbery to come on this broadcast. Father, I ask you to meet every need in their lives tonight. Whether that need be spiritual, physical, or financial, meet their needs in the name of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, give them cause to give you praise. Give them cause to have to sing a song of thanksgiving. Father, we know you are able. You can do all things but fail. So I ask you to demonstrate your power in your people's lives tonight. From this night, as they go into the night, as they wake up tomorrow morning and they go about their busy schedules, go before them and make every crooked place straight in the name of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, I declare it, God. I decree it, God. And it is done in your matchless name. The name of Jesus that is above every need that at that eh, name every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus is Lord. Thank you. Have a good evening. God loves you, and I love you too, and I'll see you next Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Good night.